I've made the most money for my business, but it was none of it was in the way I intended to. So then part of that makes me feel like a little bit of a failure. Right now, I'm really in that process of knowing the things that I've been supposed to do. That's what needs to get done right now in order for me like to what? get to the next level. The stuff I did to get to where I am now can't be the stuff that I do to get to the next level. Right. I'm realizing that it's going to take more. I've gotten a little comfortable, so I'm realizing that I'm going to have to start getting uncomfortable now, mm -hmm. doing things that I've never did before, actually doing the ideas that I think that are in my mind, you know? Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Travion. Welcome to the Growing Pains Podcast, where we talk about business, music, and the life of a young adult. Let's get it. Yes, my name is Yanni. Hey, y'all. I'm Jada. All right, y'all. So I got a question. Being 100% transparent, how would y'all say y'all business is going in this season? Or what's something y'all are currently trying to get over? Mm, I'm currently, I currently have a business coach as of right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So right now, I'm really in that process of knowing the things that i've been supposed to do that's what needs to get done right now in order for me like to what? get to the next level so raising prices and you know setting a standard in business that's mm -hmm. something that we talked about on go greater development so setting that standard and making it clear to everyone standing on that word um and making sure that i'm pacing myself and being realistic with the times that I can create and not forcing myself to create within a standard of what everybody else wants. Mm -hmm. So um, just being really clear in business and also setting things up in a way where I don't have to be that overachiever or work at such a high, like at an extreme level where it's so intense and I constantly have to meet this deadline, be here, do all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so that's that's something that I'm working on. and. Getting from a place as a graphic designer, not doing ally cart work mm -hmm. and more so doing retainer and subscription. So that's the current place that I'm going to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. But yeah, I would say for me, a uh, thought that I've had recently is I feel like everything is moving really fast, mm -hmm. but it's like, how the heck did I get here? No, for real. So it's like this year. I've made the most money for my business, but it was none of it was in the way I intended to. So then part of that makes me feel like a little bit of a failure because it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I haven't done nothing bad, but sure. it's just like I'm making money. But it's like the thing, the thing that I know I'm I'm going to do, that's going to make me even more money. But I don't know. I kind of just was reflecting, and it's like, dang, not how did I get here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I just feel like every time it's moving by so fast, and I feel like, oh, you're making money from this. You're making money from this. You're making fr money from this. But it doesn't feel like, oh, you really accomplished something. Right. Maybe because it didn't feel like purpose behind what I was doing, I guess. So it just feels like. How did I get here? <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I am, I'm doing my launch and it, it's officially coming out in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so, or yes. like two and a half, like Let's around go. fashion week, uh, basically, which is between the 9th and the 13th of mm -hmm. September. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm getting stuff together for that. Uh, I'm about to 
get more content of the pants outside of like having influencers in them i'm gonna do like some shoots of myself and models in them like styling them different ways stuff like that but i know that is going to bring in a lot of money for me Mm -hmm. um but outside of that of the money part i know that's like supposed to be like my big project for the year essentially and so yeah i just feel like i did this last year as far as i was making more money but it was doing doing like different business ideas that i wasn't supposed to do but it's like ooh, i just gotta worry <laughs> okay so it's like you get satisfied with what you have because you think it's better than what you've had before but the thing that you're really supposed to have is actually way better than what you, you're getting right now. Oh, that reminds me of the Bible verse that says, why do you say the old days are good days when you don't even know what days are coming? Oh, mm. yes. And so that's kind of how I feel is, yeah, it's not like things are necessarily like bad that like, yeah, it's not like things are bad. Like technically that means your business is growing, but. I'm not doing the stuff that I'm supposed to be doing. Like I know for a fact because God gives me my ideas as far as the steps for my business. I know what God has in store for me is way better than this stuff that I'm doing off of my own will. Right. And so that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. Um, How about you? I would say for me, I'm learning that the stuff I did to get to where I am now can't be the stuff that I do to get to the next level. Right. I'm realizing that it's going to take more um, like we, I've gotten a little comfortable, so I'm realizing that I'm gonna have to start getting uncomfortable now, mm-hmm. doing things that I've never did before, actually doing the ideas that I think that are in my mind, you know, um, really just being more intentional and executing. Okay, it's cool you have the plan for what you want next, but do it now. Yeah, like yeah. you set the plan, but do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm also in a season where God is making me be uncomfortable. You know, he's putting me in a season where I have no choice but to, you know what I'm saying, go hard. And it's like I needed that, you know, because sometimes you need a little kick because you get yeah. too comfortable. Um, so, yeah, just doing things that I'm doing what I know needs to get done and also um Building a new skill set, that's something else I've been thinking about. That's something that my mentor was just talking about on the call is you, you need the skill sets, mm-hmm. you know. don't. He was saying you can't go there, you have to grow there. And so I'm realizing that where I want to go, I know the skill set I need, which is um, email marketing, mm-hmm. because I have the email subscribers and stuff like that, but I don't send the emails out. So I, And that's something that I've been trying to learn for the longest, but now I know how to. Yeah. Um, and so now I just have to do it. And also I'm realizing that I need a mentor mm-hmm. because, man, the day before InvestFest, we're at the bowling alley and somebody his actually shout out to him. His brand is actually Lost Hearts. Um, he was giving me game and yeah. I'm and it's exactly what I needed. And so just executing. And he also made me realize that I need a mentor because he all the stuff he was telling me, he was like, I learned all of this because of the my mentors and I'm just like dang I could be where I want to be so much faster if I have somebody in my ear telling me what to do instead of trying to you know YouTubing and you know researching on your own is cool but you could get there so much faster if you have a mentor to help you just give you the plan you know yeah for sure that's definitely something I like what you said about being comfortable because we could lose every not everything but we can lose 
the thing that we thought we never would because we're being comfortable because we're not taking the step to elevate to the next mm -hmm. level and that's definitely something that i've done of you know a client you know going to somebody else or going to somebody else and their their work isn't as good but they charge way more and it's almost as if okay what is your relationship with money that's been my conversation with me now recently is what is my relationship with money because why is it so why is it a challenge for me to ask for what i deserve and ask for the things that i've worked for ask for the skill level that i've you know uh, constantly have worked on within the last three to four years and all of that like i will create scenarios in my mind of oh i can't ask I can't raise my prices because this situation or this situation, but it's almost like you ask not, you have not cause you ask not. And mm -hmm. if you don't ask for what you want, then you'll never receive it. If you didn't even put the offer out there, you can never receive exactly what you desire to have because it's not something that you really are making yourself work towards. And that's something that I have like had a challenge with is I can get so caught up in creating and not, caught up in yeah. being in the actual back end of the business like actually doing the work that's required in order to get to the next level in order to delegate the work everybody says oh you should delegate you should get a team you should do this okay you're you want to get a team but the foundation isn't clear is your sop set up do you have the standard set with your clients so that they're not experiencing the same struggles that you experience where i'm working 24 7 i'm waking up in front of my laptop i'm going to sleep with the laptop on my lap and different things of that nature and as a creative as a designer you can get caught up in just creating and not really paying attention to what's really needs to get done as a business and even for me learning to let go of clients and people that i desire to continue working with but if we just aren't in alignment that's okay and be okay with that yeah. because it's not necessarily there's any bad blood but in this season i have to move on and you also have to move on with your journey there's no plan b i have to go with plan a because this is what's taking me to the next level this is what's gonna take my family out of where i would like all of us to be this is gonna help open doors for my little brother and whatever it is he want to do this is gonna you know retire my mom all of that stuff so when you're being selfish with not asking for what you deserve or when you're being selfish with just not moving on the things that you need to move on, you're holding back mm -hmm. the potential that your family sees mm -hmm. in you. You're holding back in, on your investors, your family. If they have invested in you, you're holding back on their investment because they invested into whatever it is. My grandpa, I literally made like a couple thousand and I saved up to get a laptop and I only needed like a thousand left. And he literally gave me the last thousand to him and my grandma gave me the last thousand in order to get what I needed. And then my mom gave me another couple hundreds in order to buy my camera. And so those are my investors, my starting investors. And if I just quit or don't move on to what else. Because that could have been our last. Yeah, like if I if I don't move on to what it is that I need to do and I'm being scary about it, then they wasted their time for no reason. They could have kept that money and paid their bills and made sure that they were straight. Hey, y'all. This is Going Topics, where we talk about hot topics in society. And today, Yanni has a story for us. Yes, I got a little story or whatever. So, Black Millionaires posted, Meek Mill tried to leverage his celebrity to get a discount on some shoes from a small business owner for a promotion, but it didn't work. 
He said, and I quote, I'm trying to teach you how to hustle. You're not supposed to charge me full price. I can do a commercial. What y'all think about that? I want to know. What would you to say? No, go ahead. I want to know why do celebrities always feel like they should get things for free? Right. Just what Meek Mill say? Big or bag she, got him big mad. A boy getting to some money in his girl bag. Bruh, exactly. To be honest, now I think about it. You're the one that got the money. Why don't you support a small business? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I feel a certain way about it because, well, I don't feel a certain way to him, but just in general, a celebrity thinking, oh, let me give you a shout out or let me do this. The ex- I think it's the expectation or entitlement of it, of I built it myself up to here, so you deserve, I deserve everything, everything. for free. Yeah, exactly. Like, I understand, like for us, we charge people for a podcast, but this is business. But I mean, outside of business, like just you're in a, a like a... Like in the video, it looked like he was like at a pop up shop type of yeah. environment, and it's like you're going there just to collect free stuff. Like this man, this is business, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure, like support it. So yeah. that made me think as you're talking. So how we just said we we we're charging now for interviews and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but do y'all think some of the big guests that we reach out to they should start charging us if they charge for it's other fair. things? It's fair for them to charge. Mm. I feel that because they do stuff that came for out of us Yanni's off the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, they do stuff for us off the strength. Right, you can't get mad at them, and it benefits us. True. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, we know some people in our circle that charge to get on interviews. So yeah, true. It's just the fact like you're trying to go back and forth with with a small yeah. business owner trying to get something. For I agree. Free. Like I just don't like that. I agree. I you shouldn't argue with someone out. about their price. Right. It's like if you don't like the price, just go somewhere else. You're at a whole pop up shop. Go to somebody else, That's but you're trying to, you to exactly. Stuff. But you're making someone go down on their stuff. And also another thing that I realized with celebrities and trying to get things for free, it really doesn't matter. As far as the person, the celebrity doing that thing for free, unless they align with your target audience, sometimes a celebrity could work with you for free and it does nothing. Like I've had that happen where sometimes it actually, I'll say it works more my benefit getting like successful millionaires in my clothes uh, opposed to getting celebrities in my clothes. When celebrities get in my stuff, yeah, it's cool for the the, the name of it, like, oh, right. she just wore your stuff, da da da. Right. But when a millionaire woman who is like is known when she wears my stuff, she sends me more clients, mm-hmm. not the celebrities. Mm-hmm. And that lady is also paying me full price, yeah, opposed sure. to the celebrity. So yeah. yeah, I still am trying to figure that out of the whole thing of working with a celebrity. If you provide your services for free or your product for free, or do you get paid from it? I actually got burnt by somebody with like that of just that miscommunication. Mm -hmm. So really it's, it's definitely a challenge. And also, as you said, it has to align with your target audience. Mm -hmm. I've had people where, you know, it's, we're trading, you know, what we both bring to the table. And then when they promote or do something of that nature, then it may not be in alignment. For example, I'm in the content creation space. So if a content creator promotes me on their their platform and all of their target audience is kids, it's kind of like, all right, what am I going to do with Mm -hmm. this fan base of kids other than, you know, just have the follows? Hey, y'all, what's up? I know you're enjoying the episode, but real quick, who wants to take a second to talk to y'all? Hey, pull out your phones right now and text the word GP crew to the number down below. Let's get it. 
Go do that right now. You're going to get updates about new drops, events, and so much more. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let me get back behind the camera. Let's get it. And I've also had times where, like, I sent my stuff to an influencer and they didn't even post it. Exactly. I've had a lot of times. And so, honestly, that just programs something in my mind to be like, I ain't working with no more influencer anymore. <laughs> yeah. Even though I probably will, but it's just yeah. like... Okay, he's going to give it to you, but are you even going to wear it? Not like, you're, sure. you're trying to, it's like it, kind of like he's begging for the yeah. product. Exactly. I think that's so, the thing, begging. Yeah. yeah. About it. So, what do y'all think is better than him paying full price, but never tagging him if he does wear it, or him getting the discounted price? But, like he said, you do get a commercial. So, what you mean? Because, so you could get that full price, say the shoes was $500. Mm hmm. He pays the $500 but never posts it or never tags you. So you don't have necessarily have proof unless you're able to sneak in a little video. Right. Or he he does get the discount, but then, like he said, he would do a commercial. Like for free? Uh, Yeah, like, uh, yeah. or even because I've heard some, Summer Walker talk about that before as far as, like, if I pay you full price, I'm not tagging you. Which mm -hmm. is understandable. So do y'all? which do y'all feel like is better, him taking the 500 but not getting tagged, not getting posted, not getting the commercial, or taking the discounted price, but now you get some type of commercial, some type of video? Mm. That's still a challenge for me to decide, for real. I yeah, feel it. Too. I feel like it also depends on, because Meek Mill doesn't, I wouldn't say he has all-around influence. I don't know. But, like, I don't know if anybody really looks and say, oh, this is, like, a, like a streetwear person. You know, I, I feel don't. like we, we yeah. look at him as, like, the rapper. That's what his, his influence yeah. is in. So it's like, okay, if you do get it on him, it's a risk. Because not every, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you have influence, you know? Yep. So just because he will put it on, people be, might just overlook it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so it, I feel like it just depends. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I believe he does have influence. He has influence through his music. If music, you're listening yeah. him to him constantly, you respect him more. And so I do feel as though if he if the sneaker guy was to get a free promo, that's promotion for you. Now all of the other rappers that wear sneakers that's and stuff true. may be connected with this person. So when he shot him out, now you're getting other artists that's tapped in with you and you're getting paid from it. So it's really just in a sense setting a standard of that's what I learned from some mentors of setting a standard of like, what it what are we both getting out of this relationship? Like, is it the payment? Maybe I do my services at a discounted price for you, but then I tap into your network that I haven't tapped into just yet. Or do you pay me and I just have you as a client and I don't know if an NDA is signed or if I can promote the products, but you just won't promote it for me. Like I'm going to promote it off the strength of my own platform. Yeah. yeah. And I still think, I don't know. I still think like him begging is kind of wild. Cause what if he needed the money for lunch exactly. that day or something yeah. like that? Not for sure. It's yeah. definitely understandable. It's really all based on what you desire within the relationship. And yeah, let yes. me know what y'all think. Not for, for sure. sure. Let us know. Would you have made him pay full price, uh, full price, or would you have just uh, gave him the discount? Yep. Back to our episode. Back to the episode, y'all. That's something I'm realizing too. Is like what we're doing is not just for us. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it's for the people that support us. It's for the people that support us and that we're gonna inspire. You know. Right. So I like that. I also relate. Like. Okay, you're comfortable, but 
you got people waiting on you. For sure. You got your grandma, your dad, your brother, your aunt, your mom, whole family. And I know that what I do when I get to where I see in my mind, the people who support me, my family, I'll potentially pull out what's inside of them, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I sometimes get upset with myself when I get comfortable or when I procrastinate all these little things is because like I'm wasting time and I'm taking away time from them that they could have when I'm up just to help them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And living as if, you know, your you know like your parents, your family, there's no telling when's their last day. So you're being selfish of that because you know, it's it's r- reality. We don't like to speak about it, but like they there's no telling how long this person is going to be here with you. And if you don't allow them to reap the fruits of your labor with you, then it's like you did it all for nothing, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, so I had two questions for y'all. But before I ask the questions, um, I did want to say something real quick about as far as how there are people that support us. Um at InvestFest, I realized, I continue to realize this, so I'm just like, dang, yeah. people really rock with us. Even, it made me think about how a year ago, the some of the people that were coming up to me, like millionaires coming up to me saying, hey, like, because uh, we weren't really together a whole lot the second day, but they're coming up to me saying, hey, I see you, y'all's podcast. I see what you're doing. I support you. I rock with you. Like, people that I look up to that I didn't even know, like, they don't even follow me. But they're watching, like they right. see what I'm doing, and so it's just like, wow, like that's dope. It made mm. me feel like, man, like we really can't fail because we got people watching us for real, right. for real. But the question I wanted to ask y'all is two different questions, um, because y'all both said something that made me think of this. But for Yanni, you talked about uh, God making you uncomfortable right now. Mm. I want to know for you, how is God making you uncomfortable? And then for you. Um, you mentioned like firing a client. Uh, I know a situation happened. We don't have to talk about the situation, but you were put in a situation and we said you should fire that client. Yeah. So I want to know, did you do it and, or are you holding on to that client? And if you are holding on to that client, why are you based, uh, especially like after what happened? Do you want to go first? You go first. So no, I haven't fired that client. Um, but I do notice a pattern with, in multiple clients of that same entitlement or that same, Mm -hmm. you know, respect of like thinking that I owe them every last bit of my time from 10 PM to 10 AM call Mm -hmm. calls in the middle of me doing stuff. And it's like, I'm not a robot, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, what what was the question? Uh, basically if you didn't fire that client, why are you holding on to them? Why am I holding on? I know that I can't add more value and I know that I haven't asked to receive more than than what I'm presenting. Mm-hmm. And I know that the way like the mind frame of what's their what they're being charged right now is the reason that they feel as though they're entitled. Because when you work with higher paying clients, you don't even have that stress. You don't have mm-hmm. those issues where they're continuing to like haunt you down and want to like see what you're where you're at Mm -hmm. they just provide you the work and they trust you to get it done and that's the thing that I would like to build within the client but I just haven't got out of that way and that's what I'm currently doing right now because 
anybody who has done something like an excellence, Tyler Perry, Oprah, they all had to make shifts within their brands, within their businesses, within their paths and journeys in order to get to the next level. Oprah, she literally, I don't want to misquote her, but she said that she like quit one of her jobs because she felt that it was the next season in her yeah. life. And I feel that there it's a next season in my life, but I'm just holding on to, dang, the emotional side of, Oh, I've been working with this person for so long or mm -hmm. I've been contributed to them for to yeah. so long or I really do like them. But in business, you can't be emotionally attached. Yeah. So but, that's that's mm -hmm. what I'm learning is you can't be emotionally attached in business because you will forever hold on to something that isn't meant for your business to scale. And you're going to yes. continue to hold on to that emotional attachment and it's going to leave you high and dry like yes. relationships you build I with your clients I was just about to like say that, that. Yeah. yeah because it's like you you bonded so much with this client it's like now well dang if I tell them I don't want to work well is that going to ruin our friendship or right. what we have or the synergy that we created for sure yeah. but then the question is is it really a friendship or is it what you can do for each other because yeah. if we part ways is it you're going to now continue to well are you going to now start to like distance yourself or get disrespectful or like talk yeah. down on me to other people and different it's things true. of that nature. Like literally we, we can talk about it, but just getting something done or like even Yanni, what you were saying of like, Oh, why do you provide so many revisions? Why are you providing three revisions? Why are you doing this? And it's like, because you're, you're a lot, that's the standard that I said. That's I why they feel that way. That. Because mm -hmm. that's the standard you set. You set the standard of, oh, whenever you need something, I'm going to come to you. Whenever whenever I need it, I'm going to get it right away. Because you said that you would get it done to me right away. Whenever I need something, I can call you at any time of the day. Mm -hmm. I can text you at any time of the night. You feel me? So yeah. that's definitely like something that I'm working toward and moving forward in within this week. Because yeah. it has to stop. Like it can't. I can't scale a business like this for real. Yeah. Um, even like little things of working with influencers and you'll provide them the service and then they'll go to somebody else and then won't pay you because they, they got the design done from mm -hmm. somebody else. And it's like, okay, but I still did the work. Yeah. Ooh, so it doesn't crazy. matter whether you went to somebody else, you asked me for the service, you never canceled the service. Yeah. So you need to provide it. And I, that was something that happened when we went, when I went to the arc, I was doing all of these orders. And that's crazy because my coach and David also said like, you know, you can't scale a business like this. You're going to forever be creating and you're never going to mm -hmm. get to the point of, seeing how you can move forward within your vision. And that literally intensified within a, two weeks after yeah. and up until now. And so now it's just like, all right, I, I can see it's time to like really let, let go and let loose. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll say one more thing before you answer your question, Yanni. But what you just explained kind of mm. goes back to the boundaries thing. So I just had a conversation with somebody about this. But like from a relationship point of view, you talked about setting a standard. So it's much easier to set the boundary and the standard in the beginning of the relationship. Right. But say you've been with the person for years and the standard has been low. The boundaries have been non-existent. For sure. So it's like when you get to that point to where you're like, oh, well, I think I should have some standards now. I think yeah. I should have some high standards. It's kind of hard to enforce those to a, uh, with a person who, who never had those standards. And so it's like you're trying to get them to understand, like, oh, well, this is the standard now, this is the standard now. But they feel like, well, it's never been like that. So yeah. why should I have to 
to change or whatever or like why should i have to get used to that yeah. or whatever the case may be so that's i feel like yeah that's kind of like the issue that you're dealing may with may i add to that real quick yeah. so <laughs> my bad so bro i can say her name donnie done bash my day <laughs> so there was like even even donnie she's a high level client right uh-huh <laughs> she's a I'm like she done threw my name through the mud on the podcast. I can say her name. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, Donnie? Working with Donnie, she definitely wants to see me win. And you know, mm-hmm. but if you're not listening, if you're not re- receiving the information, nobody's gonna keep repeating it to you. Yeah. And so recently, we had that conversation, and I was so nervous to have that conversation with her. And she literally, like, I told her we need to set a standard of getting stuff earlier so that I can provide the work at a more effective time Mm -hmm. and then I can go into setting the retainers and working with specific clients and not continuously just trying to trying to do designs and do a la carte work to admit to reach a bit like there's no end goal like Mm -hmm. trying to reach just enough to pay my bills Mm -hmm. you feel me um and so I had the conversation with her and she immediately nipped it in the bud the same day that I had the conversation with her. Like I asked her, can we start like, you know, getting stuff on time? And she said, I love that you're getting coaching. I love that, um, you know, you address, you brought this to my attention. Let's move forward. And she literally sent it to the whole team. It was like, we have to start getting stuff way earlier. Period. Like that's, that's literally the smallest thing. All you had to do was like set the standard. Right. And she's a high level client. So now I need to see how, I, I don't want to say low-level clients, but clients where low I'm paying. not... Yeah, low-paying. <laughs> yeah, low-paying. Clients where I'm not charging enough. Mm. Um, and the, and they they don't see the value in what's being provided. Bruh, mm. a thumbnail, a graphic, that's a first impression on your brand. Mm-hmm. So anything that I touch, and th- it's not even like in a cocky way, but like anything that I touch... This is for your brand. This is going to help you make a sell. This is going to help you bring attention to whatever it is you're trying to sell to people, whatever it is you're trying, you're working on entertaining people with. So I have to make that clear and let it be known. I think you should let people know that even in your content, they have to like understand the importance. Like when I'm selling people on my courses or even gowns or whatever, they have to understand why is this important? Why? Why should I pay this many thousands of dollars for your dress? So mm-hmm. It's like I have to pay a seamstress five hundred to a thousand dollars. I have to do this. I have to do this. Like they have to understand why this is so important for sure, and also understand that okay, you're paying for this, and now you have more. It when once I settle in and lock in on this, because when I do lock in on something, it and I really focus on intentionally working towards it, mm-hmm. it hap- It gets done. And so once I lock in on setting that standard, letting it be known why it's important to receive this service, receive this product, mm-hmm. then that will set the standard and allow for people to be placed where they're supposed to be. That will allow people to, if you don't want to work or if you don't see the value in it and you still want to remain at a low level and work at a at a low level and you're not looking to build a legacy with what you're creating, the content that you produce, then cool. You'll, you'll go your separate way and I wish you the best of luck. Mm-hmm. And I will go my separate way and I will work with the people that I truly desire. Like this is not, I'm not just doing this just for the fun of it. Exactly. Like this is a brand. Yeah, this right. is something that's longevity. This is a household name. Royalty made it mm-hmm. will be something that's like great. And it's going to be done in excellence once this hurdle is like overcame. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, yeah, that's definitely something I'm working on. That was a good question. OK. Well, what was my question? again? Um, How is God making you uncomfortable right now? Mm, so 
He's making me realize, like, I don't have a backup plan. Um, making me realize, like, like I said earlier, like I, I said it earlier, the stuff I'm doing now is not going to get me to the next level. And, he, like, he put me in a position where, like, he's showing me what you're doing now is not. Like, you're going to have to do take risks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to do faith jumps. And I never Risk really. like what? Huh? Like what type of risk do you feel like you need to take? Um, I feel like, so something I used to do is I used to like kind of be, I used to kind of play small when I buy product. Mm. Oh, okay. So like playing is safe, you know? Gotcha. But God is making me realize, okay, you want to make this amount? You're going to have to take that jump and buy all that product, yeah. you know? Right. And something that's kind of is, is pushing me a little bit more is because he told me to focus on building a community for a few months. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, boom, okay, I have a community built. Why are you so afraid to do it big, you mm -hmm. know? In product, okay, you do it big in other areas, cool, but, like, prove it in your product, you know? And it's like you're saying you want to be – a Nike for Christians, mm. but how are you going to do that when you keep playing so small? Well, when is it going to be that moment when yeah. you you spend more than you have for product? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Or you just you buy a kiosk? Like I have, I never did a pop up shop before, mm. so it's just little stuff like that that's making me realize, like, dang, more is I'm, required. Yeah, exactly. I'm realizing like all the big brands they've had pop up shops before. Boom, 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 boom. And it's like, okay, I need to do that too. Like, stop being so afraid, you know? More than likely bet it all on itself. Exactly. And mm -hmm. that's what he's making me. I feel like that's something he's making me realize I need to do is go all, bet all the way on mm -hmm. myself. And that's something I'm going to start doing, um, really hitting the streets more. So it's like, I don't know why. I don't know why, what it is, but I guess the past disappointment, I'm letting past disappointments affect, taint my current goals or mm -hmm. my current vision like yeah. yes i believe big for my brand but it's like sometimes i'd be afraid to move because of past disappointments okay, and it's like yeah. i don't want to experience that those past disappointments both again but now god is like forcing me like you're gonna have to get over this you know mm -hmm. you're gonna have to especially like time's just going by if you keep playing small you're only gonna stay small and so yeah so that's something i'm doing now is playing as big as i see um, you have this big goal, but you only have this much product. Yeah. You know, it's like, how how can you reach this goal when you're not even, you don't even have the product to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And you're not in also selling that message. Exactly. And making it even more clear of the Ooh. community of like, this is me and this is where I am and this is what I overcame. Exactly. And making that community stronger. And I was going to say, okay, cool, go and vibe. Oh, this is something else. Going viral and stuff on Instagram is cool, but it's like, what are you doing in real life, too? Mm. And that's something I'm realizing. Like, I want my product on it. Like, you see, okay, it's cool. Everybody see him. I won't say everybody, but there's been people that's always telling me, like, oh, you're always on my For You page. You're always on my Explore page. That's cool, but I want you to see me in real life. I want right. you to see my brand on everybody. Right. Yeah. And so um, that's something else I'm realizing is doing stuff in real life, too. Mm -hmm. Um and I feel like the more I get my brand on people, that's the message being everywhere. And mm -hmm. something that I'm I'm really passionate about is something I think about a lot is how like there's like a lot of brands out here, but like we're all the brands about God. And I want to be that first brand that represents Jesus 
Christ, like billboards, uh, New York City, a bus stop. Like I want to be that first Christian brand that staples the whole lane Mm -hmm. where I can pull all the other people up. But it's like, how can you do that when you're not even playing big, you know? And so, yeah, that's why I'm like, I got to play bigger. Something you just made me think about is uh, Tulonis. Yeah. They, I think they focused also on like having a bunch of small products just Mm -hmm. to get, I'm trying to think what's the best way to explain it. Like socks and basketballs and just different things that they would give to their their customers or maybe even have at a cheap price. So that way customers and just people, potential customers, could get used to seeing their brand name everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Marty Woodard, he used to have a brand. Something about being broke before or broke again. I don't know if I'm thinking of NBA young boy. <laughs> Not never broke about, again. <laughs> something about being broke though. And I remember being in college and seeing those stickers everywhere. Everywhere. Never even knew who Mati was. Mm-hmm. But I knew like, oh shoot, that's that brand. That's that brand. Yeah. And so I would Ooh, say gave me an idea. Yeah, like even how, okay, so even if uh, sometimes I've seen this too, like spray painted logos, like just all over the city. So even if you uh, got a stencil made of walk wisely and then it could say wise label at the bottom, spray painting that on sidewalks, on the side of buildings, Mm -hmm. like putting it literally everywhere, like People will get like so used to seeing that they're going to wonder what is that? Because I know I used to think the same thing. Mm-hmm. Even um, I know this one girl who just started pushing like a bunch of hats uh, with her brand name on it because she wanted people to see her brand name everywhere. So Skittles, even. Milan. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. getting some hats Ooh. made or something like um, just something that's going to catch people's attention yeah. that people can see everywhere. And that's something I actually do want to tap into guerrilla marketing. And I do see myself in the future, like bro, painting a city mm-hmm. wise label, like literally everywhere you go. Um, but I just have to do it. So that is good. And you just gave me a few ideas sure. I need to write down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, when you were talking, you reminded me of something else that my mentor said. Um, he was saying how, like he was saying, like y'all want to be ecom brand, y'all want to y'all want to have a lot mm-hmm. of Shopify brand, a lot of Shopify sales. That's cool, mm-hmm. but sell it, do stuff in real life. Especially my like, my brand is just no ecom brand. Yeah. My brand is like a real life world changing brand, and so that means I have to do things in the world. Mm-hmm. For sure, Not definitely. For sure. We got to even. I'll go back to uh, what Milan like when she was in Philly. Everybody in Philly was wearing her brand yeah. Yeah. and she was reposting it. Every shirt, every, you know, sweatpants, hats, everything was Milan. She would have stickers, all of that stuff. And she Ooh, even stickers still are a good now. idea too. Yeah, even, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, even on her, on one of her uh, interviews, she was saying how like she knows the intention of her brand. Like the women that's on her brand, she gets a lot of like, oh, they look like her. Like they look like Milan, even Donnie, like she similar. She kind of looks like Milan yeah. in a sense. So she knows her target audience and you are, you know, your target audience, but you just have to, like you said, like really get people in it and like mm-hmm. spray the world wise label for real. I can see it. Not just on Instagram. Cause right. bro, even my cousins, they send me like, 
yo, look at Yanni right here. Or yeah. I literally walk in the house um, at my cousin's house and she'll tell me, like, I just saw Yanni on TikTok. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. like you're all over social media already, but like really getting yeah, out in the life. world too. Yeah. For sure. And you got us to support you. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> nah, for sure. And Jada, yeah. <laughs> you got to go crazy too. Yeah, yeah for no, for sure. sure. Jada about to go crazy with them hands. <laughs> These pants about to go up, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Period. Yeah, sure. for sure. And we definitely, we all like, we have this podcast and everybody tells us don't give up, but we can't give up on ourselves neither. Yeah. So we got to gotta equally pour into this podcast as we do for our brands as well and make sure that we're holding up our yeah. end of the bargain for our brands and not just like letting it right. fall on the wayside. You feel right, me? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like definitely important to continue to work in a smarter and a more Mm. effective way other than what we've done so far. Like we have to keep growing for real. This is make it make sense where we give advice to young adults growing through life. Jada got a question. Yes. So today's question, somebody wants to know what is the best advice you could give to a 20 year old version? Best advice somebody could give to a 20 year old version. Yes. Um, I just turned 20. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I'm wait until you myself. ready for real. Yeah. If you're not ready to do it, then just, you know. Yeah. I feel like in today's time, I feel like there's a lot of, or it's really always maybe, it's been a lot of pressure like to like, oh, you got to have sex, you got to have sex, you got to have sex. Because yeah. everybody else got it going on. Yeah. And then even when you think about like the music we listen to, everything yeah. just be about sex for real, mm-hmm. TV shows. Bruh, if y'all watch Power, Power just be throwing in the most random sex scenes, nah, like, like all of that. But TikTok, they got like TikTok public interviews, and then you can go to their OnlyFans, all of that. Yeah, stuff. it's it, like everything is just so sexualized these yeah. days. Ex- everything, like even when I'm watching certain vloggers I used to watch, you all they talk that. about is sex, 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 or making yeah. sex jokes. It's just Ex- like, why is there so much sex? Yeah, <laughs> and so like, why are you so horny? <laughs> right? Please exactly. relax. So I would say to that person, um, it's okay if you are still a virgin. You know, mm. I feel like. I lost my virginity at 16, and I wish I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, like, bruh, I was a baby. I did not even know anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I did not know anything. It's just like, girl, you need to be reading your book. Reading your yeah. Bible. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I didn't believe in God at that time, so I wasn't looking at the Bible, but I should have been doing something else, you know? Yeah, like, I, feel like, I feel like you should wait just hold on to it because i feel like society tries to make good things seem are bad for some reason mm-hmm. for sure. like um it just twists the perspective of everything i feel like honestly me coming from a like a christian i'm a christian and i follow what the bible says i feel like you should wait until you get married and save it for your husband um because you never first of all sex creates soul ties and so when you lose your virginity to somebody that you're not married to you don't even know if y'all are going to be together forever and you just created some a spiritual tie to somebody who may have bad intentions for you so i would say just wait yeah for sure and even for me like i feel as though i mentioned this already but you know in my teenage years i was definitely mad horny (laughs) and you know like Over time, you realize as a man, like you have other stuff to do. And when you really trying to get to your goals, you're not even thinking about sex for real. So it's really just when you're ready to do it. Was it a male or female? 
I think it's a guy. Okay, yeah. When you when you're ready to do it, it's really just you know you make it happen, but let it happen naturally. And as Yanni said, it's really a soul soul thing. Like I remember being intimate with people, and it like it starts to that emotion starts to like connect with you. So if they're crying and doing all this other stuff when you're not around, I start you start feeling that weight because you're literally connecting with somebody and you're inserting yourselves into each other. And so it's really not something that like you should be in a rush to do if you're not willing to do it at the moment. Let it happen organically. Let it be with the right person for real and just you know, when you ready to back that thing up or, you know, do yeah, all that, you know what I mean? then go say, ahead and do it. Don't yeah. let people around you make you feel peer pressured because if you feel it on your heart that you want to wait, like this is why you ask the question, don't let social media, don't let your friends, don't let even a person you're talking to make you feel bad for sticking to your standard. If that's a standard you set for yourself, stick to that. Everybody's not going to understand. But if that's something that you understand, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, oh, well, I'll say for me, um, so before I got saved, I was in a situationship for like a couple years and that whole situation should made me feel like, okay, yeah, I need to chill with on having sex just because I felt like, oh, this person started off so nice. And then once we did have sex, it felt like, oh, I'm just being used for sex. And that doesn't feel good because I felt like I was trying to get the person to see that there are like a million other great things about me just outside of sex. And so I had told myself, uh, next time I got in a relationship, the person was going to have to wait. And so, um, but now that I feel like I am Christian, then I, I'm like trying to be celibate. But yeah, um, you just, that's just something you want to be mindful of. It can make it harder to leave a person because of sex. It can mess with your emotions, sure. you know, especially I feel like as girls, you can be a lot more sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so, you just get so wrapped up in a person. Um, but I think being a, I think honestly being a virgin is great, especially in these times. Like, I think that is amazing. That's beautiful. So I I know I have a friend, uh, well, not a friend, old friend. Um, she's, her, her brother is a rapper. But I remember like even through college, she would talk about like how she's 20 something, like 24, 23 years old. And she's still a virgin. And it's just like, I used to think, wow, that's so cool, like, that you're able to save that. So I would say if you are somebody who uh, is still a virgin, that's cool. That's good. Um, Don't feel bad about it. And if you are somebody who has already lost your virginity, this is not to, like, shame you or nothing either. Because, like I said, I I already lost mine as a wee little kid. (laughs) For sure. Was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing, Bruh. but yeah, and it can re- like sex can really have you in a drought for real. It's really if you if you still are a virgin, it just shows you have discipline in that that area. You may not have discipline in other areas, but that's an area that you've had discipline in because I'm sure you have been tempted in. At 20 years old, I'm sure by now you've been tempted for to, sure. you know, yeah. get into intimate with somebody else. So definitely just take your time. Don't rush it. Don't allow nobody to peer pressure you or make mm-hmm. you feel a certain way because you haven't indulged into that activity. Just do it at your own course for real. And it's a process. 
Yep. It's definitely somebody like you want to do it with somebody that you really enjoy and like you love and be able to connect with somebody on a spiritual level, on a soul, soulful love level as well, mm-hmm. rather than just the lustful bare minimum yes, level. You feel me? So Kendrick definitely Lamar just said like, it's loveless. <laughs> I'm saying so definitely just like connect with a person so that way you can see them for who they are and not for who they body images. You feel me? So like that's definitely something to think about and don't feel peer pressured at all and even if you lost your virginity as jada said like you know you you know what you're supposed to do you know what's what's best for you for real for sure this was a good topic yes thanks for watching the episode um let us know what y'all think about any anything we've talked about uh in the comments and yeah yeah we'll see y'all next time we're gonna see y'all we out let's get it i got some actionable steps for y'all as we end this podcast out figure out what you need to do to get you to that next level What you're doing now is not going to get you to where you want to be. You have to grow there, not go there. That's what my mentor said. Mm. So what Trey said on how he has to, you know, set the standard for clients. He didn't do that before. But in this new season, he has to do that for me. I have to get my products on more people. I wasn't worried about that before, but now I do have to do that. Um, Jada's about to take the leap with her pants. You know what I'm saying? So it's like what comment down below something that you have to do. That's going to take you to the next level that you want to be at, that you see for yourself. For sure. Most definitely. And what you said about Jada, like Jada always sets that standard of like her brand has to be a a luxury brand. She's not going to just throw like her clothes or post a random picture. Yeah. yeah, Like just post any type of content because this is like like that holds me back because I have I I want everything to be like quality, Mm -hmm. but doing stuff or I guess because I Ooh, I just had so many thoughts come into my head uh, at the same time. So I guess because I hire out for all my photo shoots and video shoots, I feel like it takes longer for me to do those things. But maybe I just need to start focusing on, like, I already have a creative eye. I'll be knowing exactly, like, the angles I want, the pictures I want. Yeah, so it's just, like, maybe I just need to start investing in, like, being my own photographer set. for real yeah. and just doing my own shoots because that I feel like that's the main thing that like slows me down on content it's like having to always hire over and over and over for yeah. shoots and so maybe yeah, just start making that more of my focus yeah. be my sure. own photographer videographer sure. all that good stuff you know I can help you because I'm into content I <laughs> right, you done shot your whole like you feel me you shot your whole oh, yeah. shoot my whole Literally. shoot I did my whole shoot on my phone on your phone and it looked good and like I be getting co- yeah that's crazy you got street you really got street where like aesthetic yeah, on your face yes <laughs> you're going crazy Praise we really God. got a better on it yes on ourselves all of us i'm like you behind the camera behind this mic we have to bet on ourselves and us sitting here also have to bet on ourselves and continue to keep growing so really identify what it is that you want and what it will take what's the risk of not doing it and what's the risk mm, of actually acting like on it that. you feel me so definitely continue to stay focused don't lose sight of your vision don't lose sight of what god has downloaded into you Mm. you feel me like this is the vision and the plan for your life if steve harvey once said like the vision in your mind is the preview to your the life that you can attain and so you really have to continue to work on this vision no matter what it takes you feel me so really act on the things that you want to do don't allow nobody to talk you out of your vision don't allow anyone to tell you what you can and can't do because the vision wasn't sent for them it was sent for you you feel me and yeah so keep going keep grinding that's why we go getters you feel me we go get us for real we're gonna get it every time by any means for sure but yeah that was great y'all
And we got I gotta the, go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the Growing Pains podcast channel. Um, so yeah, if you would like to see entertainment style videos, yes. um, just us like aside from the business and the music, the freestyles, all of that. Well, you may see the freestyles on the channel. I don't know. You feel me? But yeah, uh, definitely. If you want to see more content from us, you can go to the Growing Pains podcast channel. We drop podcast episodes every week, and yeah, keep going. Yes. You can listen on Spotify, Apple. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. And also, if you want to see some more behind the scenes, me and Trey vlog. Yeah. So you can go to my YouTube channel, Yanni Bratcher, and his is... Royal Travion. Yep. Yeah, most so, definitely. yeah, yes, thanks y'all for watching. We love y'all. We support y'all as well. And we're going to see y'all in the next episode. For sure. For sure. Let's Bye, get it.